You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the Political Cesspool is your host, James Edwards. it ladies and gentlemen the time has come the final hour of the final show of a fantastic broadcasting year 2023 and we've got the designated hitter on deck brad griffin is the man for predictions and not only does he offer them every year at occidentaldescent.com uh, he even comes back and lets you know how they panned out and i was just that's a brave man talking with brad <laughs> well he hits more than he misses that's for sure and i was just talking with brad about all of the fellow travelers all of the people who are of a, such like mind on the issues having such a wide variety of opinions tonight on how 2024 is going to go it's been very interesting to hear uh and uh, but now brad who's uh, feature at Occidental Descent, you need to go read right now. Well, if you're at home, maybe you can read along. If you're driving, wait till you get home. OccidentalDescent.com, 2024 predictions. He's going to walk uh, us through them here live on the radio right now. Brad, great to have you back, and uh, early Happy New Year. Belated Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thanks for having me, James. Appreciate it. Well, we couldn't do a New Year's show, a prediction show, a forecast <laughs> show without you. Uh, we are just uh, really, I would say, two days away if you're listening live, but really just hours away from 2024. It's going to be a year unlike any other, uh, even with all that we've been through. We haven't been through anything like what's about to come, and you've given us 17 bullet points in Occidental Descent. Uh, let's start with number one. Take it away. Give us the Cliffs notes. Oh, Made for uh, radio Trump, version. Yeah, uh, Trump wins the primary. There's, it's not going to be... Um, there's not going to be any mischief. No one's going to try to steal it from him. Uh, he'll, he just wins the primary outright in a walk. That's number one. Abbreviated. <laughs> who's, who's the VP? Well, you're really getting ahead of yourself. That's, Keith, a, that's, but... a, that's a good one. I hadn't considered that one. <laughs> I knew I was missing something. I don't know. Well, it, it, I don't yeah, think he's that a, dauntless defender of Southern heritage, Nikki Haley, would he? <laughs> well, you know, Don, Tr- Junior, who uh, famously uh, has appeared on, uh, <laughs> been interviewed by yours truly, said that he would never allow his dad to pick Haley. I, who knows what's going on there? But that goes back to a friend of ours who <laughs> said that he, he has this theory about the deep state that the, there's warring factions even within the deep state that some want to take Trump out. Outright, some want to neutralize him by putting someone like Haley as his VP, as happened with uh, Reagan and Bush. Who knows? But uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's go to number two. I mean, because this is true, and I've talked about this. Of course, uh, I, I 
<laughs> Brad is my unofficial speechwriter. He just writes so much stuff that I agree with, and he puts it in such a way. Why not just speak it? I couldn't improve upon it, and so I've it's uh, plagiarism. Well, no, 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 no. It's plagiarism <laughs> if you don't give attribution. That's what I said. Doctor King didn't give attribution. I always do. It's Brad Griffin. <laughs> Brad, this Brad Griffin did this, but no, but. Uh, the the whole thing about the Republican Party of old, uh, Trump has taken a wrecking ball to that, and that's number two. He finishes remaking the Republican Party in his image. What do you mean by that, Brad? I mean, what I mean by I mean, if you look at the, the over the, the long haul, I mean, since all this started in 2015, I mean, I mean, he has systematically removed all his critics and all his opposition in the Republican Party. Um, Paul Ryan's gone, Liz Cheney's gone, Adam Kinzer, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Kevin, well, Kevin McCarthy was one of his lick spills, but uh, Mitt Romney was, you know, the, the really the last domino to fall. And now, and now, even people who like want to be, you know, Trumpism without Trump, like Ron DeSantis, he's going to get destroyed in the primary and drop out uh, after Iowa. <clears throat> I mean, he's he's completely he has complete total control of the Republican Party at least for the next year, assuming he uh, makes it. Doesn't get killed, right? Or 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 yeah. prison. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. But but the the situation in Colorado. And Keith, you and I were talking about this in Colorado. The Colorado Supreme Court said he couldn't run on the ballot. Then they so, sort of came back and said, "Yeah, well, we're just kidding." And then Maine throws him off the ballot. And then there was other states that have already ruled that he can run. This is going to come to the Supreme Court, Brad. This is number three it, on your it's, list. It's a train wreck. What's the Supreme Court? Yeah, it's, do? A, it's a it's a it's a train wreck, and the and the Supreme Court is going to allow the voters to decide the election. They're not going to, you know, make such a huge consequential decision on the basis of somebody's armchair argument in the Atlantic. Well, you know, they should have done it before, and they didn't do it in the last election. But if they don't do it now, their history, they're going to, the first thing the Democrats are going to do if they get back in there is pack the Supreme Court. And, uh, you know, the people that sit on there will be just, you know, uh, facing the crowd. Well, Brad, what do you think well, about like Katanji uh, Brown Jackson? Well, there'll be a lot of Katanji Brown Jacksons if the Democrats can take uh, full, full control of the system. But what do you think about this whole thing? I mean, the, this joke where they're defending democracy by taking the most anti-democratic Actions ever we've ever seen by throwing off the people's, that's, that's, the our democracy. people's choice from the ballot. Yeah, that, that's that's the joke, and, and 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 one of the reasons I came to the conclusion I did is it, it just does not seem to be working for them, does it? I mean, after everything they've done, all the convictions, all the arrests, all the indictments, um, Trump is just you know dominating in his uh, like old man River program. just keeps rolling along. Yeah, he just they just they've helped his, him. Water goes off him like a, like off a duck's back, and he just is he's, he's gaining momentum. He's been a self fulfilling prophecy, right, Brad? I mean, because what the, what the, what uh, we'll get to your Moby Dick, <clears throat> Captain Ahab uh, analogy in a second, but uh, what they've done has has enabled him in ways that he could have never done for himself. Oh, absolutely! By confirming his narrative, you see, it's not it's not so much Trump; it's that the fact that there's a huge. Uh, a huge number of, of voters out there who don't really participate in elections because they believe the system is rigged. And that's Trump's whole message this time. The system is rigged. I'm a victim. Uh, I'm being persecuted. It's a witch hunt. The whole system's against you. Uh, I'm going to have re revenge on all these people. That's, that's the, the sum of his entire message. And it's, it's radical, just like it was in 2016. And he got elected in 2016. And now, you know, after the, the CAG and 
the kid, the cag era with um, all those black rappers and all that stuff. Um, he's he's back on message, I think, and it's it's really working out for him. And and yeah, you know, and, 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 and the Democrats have you know have have proven it. You know, I mean, it's hard to say he's not a victim at this point. <laughs> it's all that's happened. All right. So, so far, we have uh, covered uh, at OccidentalDescent.com. You can read along. Donald Trump wins the Republican nomination. He finishes remaking the Republican Party in his image. The Supreme Court is going to rule that he is eligible to run for president. Now, number four, uh, Joe Biden remains deeply unpopular. So I think I read that uh, three presidents who were nearly as unpopular as him failed to win re-election and he's even worse off than they were in the polls at this right, time right. But they didn't uh, have cheating on their side well <laughs> maybe 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 not but uh, so between student loan debt uh, that you write about brad between um, the economy between israel <laughs> you don't see biden uh, having there's, gaining there's, a full head of steam here i mean well, i mean well, well, what could happen that could could save him i mean prices aren't going to come down Ukraine is not going to win the war. Um, there's, there's nothing. I mean, I mean, are they going to find another document and charge and charge Trump with another document, or, you know, have a salacious uh, sex scandal uh, civil suit like Netanyahu's not there's, going there's to turn into a peace, Nick. No, Netanyahu's gone uh, next year. Also, uh, what was I going to say? Um, where was I going with this? Yeah, there's 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 no the Supreme Court isn't considering anything which could be a curveball like like I like for example I I thought like the Supreme Court would kind of hedge in 2022 not overturn Roe but they went you know they put they ripped the bandaid off and there's nothing else there's nothing else like that that could happen again in my view that could really change the trajectory of where we're at I don't see it. Okay, now let's get to this. Because you just you, you just mentioned it in passing, uh, the two regional wars that uh, could potentially evolve into something greater than that. Will they be uh, false flag wars or real wars? Well, I mean, these are real wars right now. Uh, and uh, number five and number six at OccidentalDescent.com, uh, Brad Griffin's 2024 predictions. Let's talk about Ukraine has a bad year now. Uh, Zelensky came back to D.C. with hat in hand, didn't get the bag this time, and it All seems right. as though... Time is running out. Yeah, they've been, they've been telling them, oh, we got you. Don't worry. Wait till the new year. But, you know, I mean, it, my, my view of the Ukraine aid is that, you know, it doesn't even really matter if they get it or not because, I mean, look all, look, I mean, look, look how much they got before and, and look where they're at now. And, you know, the, a whole generation of Ukrainian men have been killed off and they're, you know, getting ready to draft 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds. So, I mean, even if they have the aid, it's not going to do them any good. They're going to lose. It's only a matter of time how long it takes, whether it's a total collapse next year, whether Russia breaks through. And Russia's just growing stronger because, you know, a war of attrition favors Russia. It's so much bigger, such a larger population. Uh, there's more at stake for Russia. And it seems like they were always just waiting for Western interest to wane in terms of, right. uh, you know, the feedback. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's, it's happening. That's my Ukraine. Ukraine loses. It's just a matter of time. That's so I think my, if I read correctly, and you, you read something different in every article, of course, because it's Western media or you know Jewish media, uh, who's, who's to say what's real? But uh, apparently Russia has taken about 17% of Ukraine, and... That's all they want. Well, th- that's it, and then for them not to be NATO. But uh, 
it looks like uh, Putin has played this to his favor. He was waiting out the ba- the instant backlash. Let me say this in response to that, though. America had war fatigue and didn't want to get involved in World War One, but they got us involved in World War One. Ditto for World War Two. They got us involved in World War Two. I, you know, uh, you never count us out. <laughs> Don't ever yeah, count it's, it's us out. That, with... It's a possibility something like that could happen. And I well, I did well, the same thing last year, and it didn't happen. So. Well, very quickly on this, though, uh, Putin is up for re-election in March. I don't know how many people realize that. It's just like, I mean, the Kremlin's already announced it's just a formality, and there's no doubt about it. He's going to be re-elected. Whereas here in the States, Brad, you know, this this whole thing kicks off the presidential election cycle. Well, they've actually been campaigning for a year already, but the official voting starts two weeks from now in Iowa. The Iowa caucuses start in two weeks, and that will, from mid-January to the first week of November, that is one hell of a campaign. That is a lot different than what Putin's facing. Yeah, we've never, we've never really seen a primary campaign like this with uh... – with all, with 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 like a, a, a debate of all the second place, third place, fourth place losers, and the main candidate is not on stage, and he's just crushing everybody. <laughs> the polls is my. I want to get to that when you wrote about the debates. This is very interesting. We'll get to that. Let's first uh, uh, finish uh, what Brad writes at OccidentalDescent.com, okay. one of the few websites I go to every day, ladies and gentlemen, every day. Even when he's not blogging, I'm like. Where are you, Brad? I need you. I, every day, Oxygen.com. Uh, but Israel goes to war with Hezbollah. Now, you said Ukraine's going to lose the war in 2024. What's going to go on in Israel? Well, what about Iran? Uh, Netanyahu's going to lose power. He's going to get replaced by, um, who's the other guy, the opposition leader? Uh, I forgot his name. But, like, uh, Netanyahu's actually the one who's holding back all the crazed warmongers in his cabinet who want to people are even more radical than Netanyahu who are upset that, you know, they haven't already completely gone to war with Lebanon. So really Israel's just uh waiting to finish off Hamas and kill everyone there before they go into full blown war with Lebanon. Which will probably what about, what about Iran? But, I think that's what they're eventually angling for. It, it, I mean it, it it could come to that. I, I don't know how involved Iran will Iran will be, but I definitely see Israel going to war with a full-scale war with Hezbollah after um, after Hamas is finished. In fact, I think Hezbollah has already said that that would be the that would be the um, the trigger for the full-scale war that uh, Hamas would collapse, and that's in a matter of weeks, not months. And of course, Israel. You know, it, it, the, the defense minister was saying, I think yesterday, that you know they want to Israel's in a seven-front and an eight-front war. <laughs> So I mean, the war is going to the war in Israel is going to expand, and it's just going to become more and more of a headache for Joe Biden, just like Ukraine becoming more and more of a headache as these Ukrainians are just dying off and losing uh, hope. So I, I can really see a Jimmy Joe Biden having a Jimmy Carter moment in 2024 on foreign policy on both of those fronts. I don't see anything getting better. All right, better. so let's. Let's talk about this then, uh, because you've got the two regional wars in Eastern Europe and uh, in the Middle East. What happens there? Anybody's guess, but Brad's predictions are Russia finishes uh, polishing off Zelensky and uh, Israel expands it. But let's talk about Donald Trump. Now, this is something 
I wanted to talk with Sam Dixon about earlier. He, uh, we were a little late getting to Sam, and then uh, Keith and I were both over eager to ask him questions. We ran out of time, uh, but he says that you know certainly Trump is going to be convicted. Uh, I, I think if I understood him correctly, in Fulton County. In Fulton County. Uh, but if you're convicted on felony charges in a criminal suit, this is different than, you know, let's say the Charlottesville civil suit where you get, right. uh, you know, th these damages in terms of uh, money. Right of appeal, as a matter uh, of But you get to go home and you get to appeal and, and all of that. But uh, if you're convicted on felony charges, don't you get to you go to prison, right? And then you appeal from prison. That's, Am I misreading this, Brad? That, 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 is, that is exactly uh, what I've been wondering myself. And, you know, I've heard different things that, you know, if... Because if you get convicted you know, I, of murder, you go to prison and you get to appeal, but you appeal from behind Yeah, immediately. immediately. I, I don't know. And I've heard, you know, there's some schemes to... Uh, scheming to postpone, maybe postpone the trials until after the election. Or I, I don't even know what the penalty would be. But I think, I think Fonnie Willis in Fulton County, and I think this black Jamaican woman in... in uh, in DC, and I, I think certainly uh, the 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 uh, people in, in New York are wanting to get this done right away. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Um, I don't know if the Supreme Court will step in. If, if, See, if this if, is if, what if, happened if, because of the civil happens, rights movement, the, that's why the, we if, have this. If the, the BS ends up putting gave us all these black judges uh, and everybody else like that. If if the, if, the, if, the, if 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 all this BS ends up putting Trump in prison, let's say. You know, he has a trial early next year in Georgia. He goes to prison over the summer or something like that. Uh, that that'll be like a whole different, you know, ball game. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm I'm betting like somehow, somehow, like it's all like the can is kicked down the road to maybe like 2025, 2026, or I, I just well, don't the, see This is the thing that's so exciting is that we're about to find out. This <laughs> isn't something that we have to wait, you know, an indefinite amount of time. To discover, we don't have to wait until our kids have kids uh, to, to, to know. Right. This is something we're going to find out in the next few months. Uh, and, and so that's exciting. Uh, Brad, do you have a sense of uh, apprehension or excitedness about what's coming? Because, I mean, again, I've been saying this all night to me. Oh. Are you looking forward with hope and optimism or dread? I, I look, I look, well, I I look mean, forward to anything that upsets the, the apple cart. I, I was dreading it more over the summer, more over the fall, when things kind of looked more contentious. But at this point, you know, it, it seems to be kind of underwhelming. It seems like that Joe Biden is just collapsing and he's going down. And and um, people already, I mean, it's another, they, they know these two people. It just, I, I mean, I, I can't see Trump being like a four, uh, a front runner and, and running ahead of Joe Biden in all the polls. And then we were like, okay, well, Fannie Willis and some black jury in Atlanta say Trump has to go to prison, and he does. It's <laughs> something I, I just, I just, I, I mean, I mean that that scenario, I mean, is is completely plausible, and it, and if so, it could completely alter everything I've said in my prediction. But you I know, just, you know, Brad, I'm leaning toward, I'm leaning toward like nothing ever happens, <laughs> and, and somehow it'll just drift off to like 2025. Brad, I, I, I agree with you and some of the things you've been writing at OD is that it does feel a little bit like the 2015-2016 vibe in terms of the irreverency of Trump. You know, to see him going up against the system in this way has almost brought me back. I know the disappointments. We're not going to relitigate the more that. more punches they land, the stronger he we're gets. Not, we're not going to relitigate the pros and cons of the Trump administration. Uh, but uh, but right now, right here, I, I, 
I'm like, you know, if I can stick it to them in such a way, uh, you know, let's just do it just to cause them discontent. Uh, and, and, and that brings us to number 10 on your on your uh, Occidental Descent 2024 predictions. Folks, you got to read this. Uh, but uh, we've been foreshadowing this, actually, Brad, in advance of your appearance. And I've actually already read the entire text of number 10. Uh, but <laughs> are, are the things the Democrats are going to unleash over the course of the next 11 months uh, that we haven't seen before? I mean, you know, pandemics, uh, riots, right. uh, ballot box harvesting, drop boxes, you know, the black preacher at the local church. All of the all of the congregation covering ten thousand votes in the trunk. All, of his all of the <laughs> congregation yeah. passed them their his, uh, their ballots, uh, but there, I think there's going to be some things. And other people have been talking about this tonight too. All of your predecessor guests. There'll be things we that's coming up in 2024 <clears throat> that we can't even anticipate even tonight, even in our wildest imagination. It was around this time, James, in 2019 that we were first starting to hear the first reports of COVID because I distinctly remember it was on the way home from Missouri after Christmas. When I heard about it, and, and, and it you know, really kicked off in, in, in January, and then just part of the interruption. Yeah, it blew up in January, but when it really hit was in March. March. I, yeah. I, I specifically Here. remember watching March, and they and, and I saw on the television that they were canceling the NCAA men's basketball tournament, March Madness, and then I knew uh, something. Stop preaching, started meddling then in James's. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't care about college basketball, but I oh, knew and then if this the Trailblazers were playing in it. Even certainly, well, they would. canceled them too, but. Then I knew something was up. But anyway, let, let's pick it up there. Let's take a break. Let's continue with Brad. After this break, uh, Brad uh, capping off a fantastic night of predictions and forecasts. So many great TPC regulars on yeah, And you got three times as much as anyone else. We'll Brad. be right back. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Skip Kelly. Flu cases are surging across the United States with a 16% increase in positive test results reported just last week, according to the CDC's weekly influenza report. Over a dozen states, including Alabama, Georgia, and New York, have reported very high levels of respiratory illness, and nearly 20 other states have levels classified as high, with six pediatric deaths bringing the total to 20 for the current flu season. Maine's top election official is removing former President Trump from the state's 2024 Republican primary ballot. Maine Secretary of State Shanna Bellows made the decision on Thursday. I was duty-bound uh, to follow Maine law to ensure the candidates, all the candidates who appear on the primary ballot are qualified for the office they seek. Bellows says Trump knew the risks for violence on January 6, 2021 and ignored them, which she believes disqualifies him from seeking office. Eight people are being treated or are recovering from injuries sustained when a massive rogue wave hit a beach in California. It happened Thursday in Ventura County as a group of onlookers stood behind a barrier. The wave swept as many as 20 people off the beach. Eight of them were hospitalized. According to the National Weather Service, dangerous rip currents will continue along parts of the California coast through the weekend. Coastal flooding and high surf alerts are being posted along much of the west coast from the Mexican border to southern Oregon. 
I'm Ryan Daniels. President Biden is set to welcome the new year in the Caribbean as he and his family embark on their traditional holiday trip to the Virgin Islands. However, Republicans, including Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, criticized the vacation, framing it as inappropriate amidst the ongoing crisis at the southern border. Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs pointed to the border challenges, accusing the president of enjoying the Caribbean sun while an influx of illegal aliens continues. Recent polls indicate that the border situation remains a significant political concern for Biden, contributing to declining approval ratings in December. This is USA News. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's Gentlemen, uh, do yourself uh, a favor and read the lyrics to Old Lang Syne. You could do a lot worse than putting uh, the lyrics to Scottish bagpipes uh, this weekend, but uh, we have all been in this together for so many years. I am so thankful for all of our friends and comrades and all of those who have stood with us here on TPC. And uh, Brad Griffin, of course, uh, stands at the tip of that spear. And we continue now with him and his 2024 predictions just unveiled today at OccidentalDescent.com. Not just a daily read in name only, but truly a daily read. Uh, so let's go back. Democrats have a plan to energize their base. We're going to circle back. We're going to extend Brad to the full hour here. And we're going to go uh, circle back to a couple of things we skipped over. But Democrats have a plan to energize their base. Uh, what... Any, any, yeah, you said independent candidates. We talking about somebody other than Bobby Kennedy Jr. or what's well, uh, Cornell, right? Cornell West, Cornell West, Bobby Kennedy, maybe possibly Joe Manchin or some no labels candidate. The bottom line is that just like in 2016, independent candidates are going to play a lot more of a role in the elect, in the 2024 election, and that's favoring Trump. And that's, I mean, that's going to have an impact. I think, All right, let's I talk mean, about I think Biden is more of his base than Trump is. Well, I mean, again, he doesn't, as you put it, Brad, he doesn't have the uh, luxury of running from his basement this year. This is a, 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 at least for now, 
uh, a regular want to bet. <laughs> imagine what kind of ga- imagine what kind of what, what kind of gas you know gas we could hear you know when he finally has to get on the campaign trail. <laughs> oh my so that's god! Another possibility I mean, this guy. Well, this is uh, again. This is what's so amazing is it's all going to unveil itself before us. It's going to reveal itself before us in days. It's going to start unraveling. I mean, the year-long election process begins in two weeks in Iowa. The caucuses begin. We are here now. It is happening. It is there right before us. Let's go to number 11. This is something that has been such a widespread variety of opinions tonight is does he win? Does he lose? Does he go to prison? Does he not? Uh, I've heard it all, and including from Patrick Martin, that he doesn't even run, that he's, it's going to end even before that. Uh, so all of these people who uh, share such commonality and opinion uh, are diversifying themselves this evening. You write in number 11 at OccidentalDescent.com that he avoids prison in 2024. I do believe that. I believe it'll. I believe a lot of these cases. I think there's what three cases, four cases so far. Now, some of them are going to get. And I know he's trying to. He's trying. The bottom line is he's trying to like push it past the election. And I don't. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he. I don't think. I just do not think he's going to go to prison like on the campaign trail ahead. I mean, I. I, I that's kind of, yeah, maybe that's kind of irrational on my point, but I think something will happen. It's just not going to play out like that. We won't get anything dramatic. We'll be disappointed. I think what's going to happen, I'm going to make this prediction. They, that Trump wins the election and the left pretends that he didn't. All right. Well, that's, that, that we'll would be new because one. even Hillary Clinton. Well, you know, but, but here's the thing about, um, well, I mean, let, let's go to number 12, uh, Civil War Two. Uh, this is uh, th- there's a movie coming a movie. Out, uh, about yeah. that. You, you you say that it doesn't happen except for in the movie that there won't be a, a real civil war over whatever happens in this election. Yeah, I mean that's and that that one also is obvious. I mean this is the the right is clearly has the advantage this year. Um, the bottom line is that Trump is holding more of his 2020 coalition and adding disaffected voters, and Biden is not holding his coalition and is bleeding out disaffected voters. And that's been the dynamic for, like, over a year now. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and that's why, I mean, if if Republicans win, they're not going to secede. If they think they're going to win outright, they're not going to secede or do anything like that. If, If, you know, once they're in charge, once remember how it was when Trump was elected? And everybody, you know, went to sleep and they thought that, you know, America's back and everything for like three or four years all the way until COVID happened. <laughs> that, that's totally. Well, he let us down. That's the problem. I mean, I, yeah, I he, wish... he let us down. Us, 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 us political junkies who pay, pay attention to politics 24-7, we felt let down. But the average Joe, he just tuned out, you know. Um, America was saved when Trump beat Hillary and then he didn't even think about anything until like. Well, he, he, you know, he did say things we liked. He said things we liked after Charlottesville. He said things we liked about the Confederate, uh, you know, the, the, the military bases named after Confederates. He did stuff like that, but that that yeah. was about it. Uh, but in, in any event, yeah, I mean, you know, he led uh, us down, you know, the the the, the animals. But uh, for the rest, yeah, was, we we could do a, we could do a whole six hour show on all the failures. <laughs> That's of, a of first whole period. other topic. But let, let's talk. This was what really I think to me. Reading your 17 points here, 
at OccidentalDescent.com. The, the most interesting for me was number 13, the debates are over. Not only did he own the field by not participating in debating. the Republican debates, uh, you, you, you're saying that there's not going to be any debates from here on no. through November of 24. That's not how we do things anymore. We don't, we don't debate issues. We, you know, champion our side. And, you know, in a, in a struggle, you know, of good versus evil, you can't even acknowledge the other side represents half the country. And that's how it's going to be. Uh, Trump, Trump isn't going to uh, debate Joe because he thinks he's winning. It's, it's working for him with the Santa. Joe's not going to debate him because he knows he'll lose. Oh, because, you know, he's a fascist monster or an enemy of democracy and so forth. So it's not, that's not going to happen, I don't think. Well, that's very interesting. I mean, we'll see. But, I mean, it, it certainly, if passes prologue, why would he? He is in, you know, this is what's so interesting, Brad, and we've mentioned this in recent weeks, but never before in either 2016 against Hillary or 2020 against Biden did Trump ever lead in a poll. He's leading in all of the polls, including the swing yeah, states. Yeah, that's, that's the most significant thing. Things, it's, it's, some, some things are obvious. And it's just a matter of, of seeing what see, seeing what's obvious. Like that's what happened with my mistake last year when I thought that oh the revenge tour would finish, fizzle out and people would get tired of Trump and you know people would look at Ron DeSantis. No, that's not what happened at all. As soon as you know the indictments came down, everyone rallied behind Trump and it's been go 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 ever since. And this was always the and this was always they obvious. land the more punches they land, the stronger Trump gets. Right, right. People, this this means people who really, really like Trump and are just completely wedded to him. But here, here's the significant thing, and here, here's the here's the most important thing we're going to discuss tonight. Trump has been dominating the polls against Joe Biden pretty much since you know the first indictment with uh, Alvin Bragg back in April. I mean, there was a period over the summer when Biden barely led in the polls, but I mean, pretty much. I mean, Trump has been consistently just dominating Biden in the polls for like six months. And that's, that's hugely significant because everybody's already, everything, just this, I mean, this Trump didn't have to debate DeSantis because everyone knows who Trump is and know what he stands for. There's nothing to learn uh, from the debates. It's pointless. And, and everybody's made up their mind about Trump or, or Biden and who's, the, who's the worst. And there's nothing that's going to happen over the next year. That's going to change any of that. And clearly, you know, I mean, this. I mean, if, if you looked at, if you looked at the polls in late 2019, it was clear that Trump was going to lose. He never he never led in a, I don't think a single major poll, the entire cycle, and now he's just dominating the polls, and he's never done that before. So, I mean, just on the basis of that, you know, he's he's got a huge edge, an edge he didn't have before. All right. So now. Before we come up to our last break of the evening, which will be our last break of the year. Wow. 52 weeks, 52 shows, Keith. Here we are. That's right. Alive. Still alive. We've done it 19 times, 19 years so far. And uh, here we end this one with uh, Brad Griffin. And what a fantastic way to end it. But uh, the, the revenge tour. In your opinion, Brad, and in your projection, Trump gets reelected. Does he become who we would like him to be? And this is the Charlemagne. Uh, you know, as I said <laughs> to Donald Trump Jr. on this program, I want your dad to be Charlemagne. I said that on Super Tuesday of 2016. He didn't become that. No. 
Could he become that, or will he revert back to the norm? Will he revert back to who he was? He will do. He, he, he will do. He will do a lot of things that we like, and he'll be better than he was in his first term. He'll avoid. You think that? Yeah, yeah, I think he'll definitely be better than he was in his first term. But I also think that he'll spend most of his time trying to settle petty scores and getting even, getting even with various people who. You know, well, that's okay because his enemies are the enemies of whites. And yeah, general. yeah. By well, large, what's he going to do on the Jewish so. question? Well, <laughs> hey, let's save that question for the final segment. Brad Griffin, full hour tonight with Brad Griffin. Occidentalist.com, his 2024 predictions. Read them now. We'll be right back. Hello, TPC family. It's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while, at the same time, exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years, and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, americafirst.com. That's M-E-R-I-C-A-1-S-T.com, americafirst.com. Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. It'll be a new year, but the same dream, and we'll be here to fight with you and stand with you every step of the way. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen in our listening audience. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy New Year to all of our guests who have appeared on the program throughout this year and every year, all the way back to 2004, but especially those 
On the show tonight, Warren Baylog, Michael Hill, Sam Dixon, Tim Murdoch, John Friend, Patrick Martin, Rick Tyler, and Brad Griffin. I uh, just wanted to say very quickly that uh, this has been a wonderful run so far. Next week, we'll run into the new year. The calendar switches to 2024. 20 years on the radio. 20 years is a long time. You only have so many 20-year segments in a lifetime, and I've been uh, fortunate enough to spend one of them with you and uh, the blessing um, you know, of my life to have been introduced to this cause, uh, having it uh, had taken place during Pat Buchanan's third and final bid for the White House. I was 20 years old in 2000 when I served as both his delegate and a national committee member for the Reform Party nominating convention in Long Beach, California. And far from dysfunction, I was able, you know, people forget the election results were poor, but far from dysfunction, I was able to witness a professional organization, uh, what it was and how serious people present themselves. And Buchanan's personal presentation was an awe-inspiring sight to behold. And now 19 years in my stint as a talk radio host you know i've always tried to pair good humor and steadfast resolve in the style of the man who influenced me to first get involved more than two decades ago now a lot of that is my true nature i've always been convivial and gregarious and outgoing but uh, being up close uh, to a pro like that uh, you know when i was 19 and 20 years old definitely left a mark uh, pat buchanan's retail politics were second to none <laughs> Taught you how to be a happy warrior. Gracious and welcome. Yeah, right. I mean, he was gracious and welcoming with people. You know, time does fly, uh, but uh, my biggest advice with regards to strategy would be to fly above the turbulence, folks. If an individual or organization appears to be working in good faith and producing good fruit, let's endeavor to work in cooperation with them. That's been TPC's motto for all of these years, and it's led us to such great friendships. Uh, like Brad Griffin and all the other people that have been on the show tonight and this year and <laughs> for the last two decades. But let us not mire ourselves in the morass of movement beefs and personality conflicts, but rather set our sights on the people we seek to reach and the even loftier goals of where we want Western civilization to go. That's why we're go. here for 20 years later and so many have fallen <laughs> to the wayside. We just don't get involved in all those pissing contests. Well, I mean, the thing is, and I'll wrap it up here and now because we've got to get back to Brad but uh, it, which is more important, frankly. But I did want to say this to close out the show, uh, our last show of the year. We're always going to endeavor for uh, as long as we've been here forever. Much longer we have to be with you. We'll always endeavor to do things the right way. And you can count on us and you can count on that. And uh, uh, so that being said, Brad, I'm looking here at, uh, you know, interestingly, your uh your posts populate related posts, and, and I see here uh, your political cesspool 2024 predictions thread at Occidental Descent. I see two yeah. different things. I see, I see number one, most recently, uh, the live broadcast we did in Alabama back in August where you took uh, yours truly and Jared Taylor and uh, other friends on the tour of Selma, which was just, I mean, that's been covered <laughs> a lot on this program uh, that that was number one and thank you for that by the way that was a fantastic weekend you and renee uh that, that was, was just uh, man we great had memory. Fun. an eye opener <laughs> for jared i know <laughs> i know he had a great jared time did not want, 
Well, we all had sure. a good time. Jared did not one but two featured pieces at Amarin.com for that. But then I see a picture of me and Katie torn together. Uh, Katie Turr, uh, at the height of her uh, height, that is not. There's nothing that's a height with oh, Katie. <laughs> she was little Katie, that's for sure. I see that picture. I remember that picture. I remember that day. Yeah, you were. Uh, but she, you were the future of Republic. <laughs> your, your politics were the future of Republican politics. Little did she know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew it then? Who knew it in March of uh, 2016, well, they said Brad? so, and we laughed about the time, but it's proven to be the truth. <laughs> March of two. Let's get to that right now, Brad. March of 2016 to now, our ideas win, right? Yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a slow transformation. Um, um, but like I said in my post, a lot of the influencers and e-celebs didn't make it, but a lot of the points and the political positions that attracted ordinary people in the first place have pretty much won out even to the point like where you know even the jewish question that was discussed in depth really 2023 was a breakout year for that and so like that's and that and that brings us you know to a larger point about like what happened to the alt-right what what the what was left behind in its wake and that's like um kind of like ran out of we had this you know criticism and a lot of those criticisms were taken to heart and a lot of Minds were changed, and well, a lot of society's malcontents took themselves out of the picture. Okay, right, uh, right. Yeah, malcontents, group. yeah, yeah. Mal, mal, malcontents take care of themselves. Now, people like me and you, and and James and Jared and Sam, we're never going to have any falling out. But a lot of these people, you know, it's a <laughs> you don't even you don't even need to pay any attention to it because it'd be surprising if they didn't have a falling out. So people can't Tell be distracted about, about that. Huh. Tell us about number fifteen. I'm intrigued. Democrats ride in twenty twenty four. Oh, well, that. Oh, yeah. Well, that happens. You know, every every presidential election. So we can we can we can take that one to the bank and cash it in on New Year's Day. The Democrats will riot in in a presidential election. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a replay of Black Lives Matter or something new. Oh, or BLM worse. I mean, active, you know, it seems like you would have to up until, the ante now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and that's another thing. I mean, I mean, the whole the whole reason they do do that is to energize, um, to activate um, younger minority side voters. Of the bell curve. Yeah, yeah. The people who aren't like thrilled by you know standard Hillary Clinton DNC um, politics and to get them involved and activated. That's the whole point. Get get especially women worked up and. You know, voting for Joe Biden is a vote for justice or some crap like that. And my, well, Black Lives Matter was for minorities. They wanted to get them all stirred up. Yeah, Beliam's corpse or something similar will be resurrected soon, next year, probably over the summer. It'll be a shooting or something. And uh, all right, let, that's what happened in 2016 as well. All right, so let's talk about anything we haven't covered yet. And by the way, folks, read along for yourselves or read along after the fact, however you may, however you wish. 2024 predictions, OccidentalDescent.com. What, what have we left out, Brad? Oh, um, I, left, I had one, like, sports-themed one, but, like, just as, you know, something different from politics. Uh, it's kind of similar, you know. I predicted Alabama will win the national championship, and I don't say that. It's something I'm looking well, forward to. Will Ole Miss to. win it next year? It could, it could, it could be. <laughs> you know, at the rate uh, they're going. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to bet against Alabama in the national championship um, because I mean, nothing really surprising ever happens. So, so that's that's kind of the thing. Of the <laughs> Except for next year. Well, well, Ole Miss may win it next year because they made a startling discovery, which is the black players want to get paid. Yeah, I, I think we'll be surprised at 
somehow the the BS resolves itself. I don't know. Maybe that's an irrational, an irrational. Maybe other guests were you know completely on point on that, and Trump does go to prison and it's Civil War too. And, but I doubt it. What about nuclear <laughs> war? Uh, <laughs> nuclear war? No. Uh, I think our I think our adversaries are too rational. I think Putin, you know, is willing to play the long game. Is he going to get baited? Whole thing. So he'll wait out. He All right. Well, you, you know that that was the difference between the elections in one superpower to another. One, uh, they wrote that Putin is just rubber stamped in next spring, and the Kremlin has already just sort of admitted as such. Uh, versus how's that different from us ver, well versus us where oh, oh. the campaign begins in two weeks and extends for 11 months yeah yeah i that's, mean the we, campaign we also, is actually two years but the the voting itself is a full year what can what can russia do to embarrass joe biden and get him out of office you know something with gas well, i'm afraid maybe. that when biden sees and the democrats see that he's going down they'll, they'll press, press the nuclear button just to uh you know <laughs> uh, start the war yeah, I mean, you would, think, you would think as bad as he, you would think, you would think as but you would think as bad as he's doing, they would dump him. But of course, they're not going to do that. So sometimes well, inertia. I like a guy know, that doesn't have an independent thought who can basically is a, an empty cast to be filled with whatever ideas <laughs> they want. Exactly. I mean, he, he's. I mean, he's. 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 You know, endorsed every radical. You know, idea they have. I mean, do they have any ones he hasn't? I mean. Does he have any ideas himself? I mean, you know, that, that goes back to the, no. the last campaign when it was obviously such a farce that he had agency over his mental faculties. And, you know, does he even decide what kind of oh, eggs I, he likes I, for breakfast? I, 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 forgot, and I forgot one last prediction. The GOP will continue to fight anti-Semitism. <laughs> well, that's an easy one, Brad. <laughs> that, that oh, uh, Brad, let me just ask you about this. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, I heard that George Santos is going to be replaced by an Ethiopian Jewish woman who is a registered Democrat. Now, you know, <laughs> with, with 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 Republicans like that, who needs Democrats? Right, <laughs> right, right. I mean, people made more of him than there was. I think. I mean, I mean, people are like, oh, look, George Sor George Santos is so corrupt. He's a liar. And I'm like, well. Isn't that true of all politicians? Yeah. What, what about Richard so, Blumenthal and the Democrats or Menendez? No, well, what, what about yeah Menendez with his gold bars from Egypt underneath his bed? I cannot believe our last show, the finale of 2023. What a year it's been, Keith. Thank it's been you. A great one. I tell you, so thank many you. great it's, guests. It's I tell you what, March around the world, Confederate History Month, all the way through to tonight. Brad Griffin, thank you for thanks Scott. being our last guest of the year. We'll be with you next Always week, God willing. Jesus tarries. we got to be with you for 2024. For all of the guests who have been on tonight, for all of the guests who have been on this year, for Keith Alexander, I'm James Edwards. Good night. God bless. Godspeed. See you next year. Good night, everybody. Good night.